Good morning, folks. It is, it is a total joy to be here. My name is Jim Kimmel. I'm a uh, professor emeritus of environmental geography from, from Texas State University and uh, serve on the Diocesan Creation Care Committee with Sam. Um, I'd, never seen, I'd never seen Sam before in, in real. We've, <clears throat> we meet on Zoom all the time, <clears throat> but and I'd never seen this place before. I had looked at your web at your website and, and at your video of of your history, so I know the I knew the place. I felt I knew it, but I had no idea what a good feeling it was to see this courtyard, this sanctuary. Uh, you've got something really special here. I, I'm a I'm a person who studies places and the spirituality of places, and uh, this is this is a very very important place. <clears throat> I had a problem with this presentation. <clears throat> My dear friend at St. Mark's Episcopal Church in St. Mark is where I live, Father Don Owen, I told him that, that I had been invited to, to come preach to y'all. And in his enthusiastic, sort of adamant way, he said, you cannot preach. You don't have a license to preach. <laughs> well, okay. But I have a PhD which is a license to pontificate. <laughs> now, before you get up and run out the room, which I could understand, to pontificate has a different meaning than we usually think of it. Pont in, in Spanish and French means bridge. The pontiff, the, the pope, is considered to be the bridge builder, the bridge between earth and heaven. I like that. I have tried to be a bridge builder my entire life. I have, I have, I have graduate degrees in, in biological sciences and in social sciences, and I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how those relate to theology. I've actually read more theology than I have the, th the things I have degrees in. I'm trying to build bridges between those. Partially because I think building bridges is a way for us to begin to understand and address this mess we're in. I was a Peace Corps volunteer in West Africa more than 50 years ago. I would have had no idea that at this time that the, the hopes that we had for a peaceful world as a Peace Corps volunteer, uh, wow, you know, we've got a mess. The mess that we're in is going to get a whole lot worse, probably, as we, as we start to deal with the issues of, of climate change. I've been saying for a couple of years that we may very well have a dust bowl migration in reverse. The Colorado River is, dr is drying up. Forty million people depend on that river in Southern California, Arizona. And, and um, where are they going to go? What are they going to do? A lot of our food production depends on that river. So they may very well come this way. We're the first place with water. Uh, those are things that we're going to have to deal with. And uh, we're, we're not prepared yet. I think the, the ways that we can prepare, the title that I sent to, to Erica for this, for this sermon, and I appreciate it, it's, not, it's my non-sermon, by the way, uh, that, that Erica posted for you on your, on your, your email, I think, is that 
Imagination plus reconciliation yields transformation. We, we are called to transform. Jesus said, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven unless you become as a little child. Well, that's a pretty major transformation. Nicodemus never did figure that out. Um, we've got to train, change tremendously. So how can we do that? <clears throat> I think imagination is the beginning point because we cannot, well, no, I don't say, we, everything we do comes from imagination. We have to form an image. That's what imagination means, is a, a self-image of what we are, what we want to be, and what we're going to be. Everything comes from that, everything we do. We have imagined a world that is not very friendly. We have imagined a world that is harsh and mean. We have imagined ourselves <clears throat> as sinful, original sin. We have imagined ourselves as having no health within us, says our prayer book. Well, that's a, that's a pretty dismal imagination, a pretty dismal image to follow. And I'm not a, I'm not a priest, I'm not ordained, but I will, I will submit to you that my thought on that is that is not scriptural. Scripture says that we are created in the likeness and the image of God. 1 John says that God is love. I think the conclusion of that is that we are created in the image of love. We are love incarnate. The Catholics say the Pope is the, is the bridge builder. We say that we believe in the priesthood of the believers. We are all bridge builders. And the, the imagination that, come from, that can come from that, the, the image that we can form if we think of ourselves as created in the likeness and the image of a God who is love, the image of that is that we are held in the arms of that God. We are held in love. Now, that does not mean that we're not going to have hurricanes and tornadoes and disasters and deaths and pandemics. That's, that's not what that means. But what it means is that when those things happen, we have this community of love that we exist within that gives us the resilience to live through those things and to continue. We are... At a, at a stage of, of probably almost, almost chaos, uh, yet my favorite uh, uh, theologian at this point, Catherine Keller, makes the point that, that, that chaos, being at the edge of chaos, is, is where we are mostly stimulated to be creative. Well, the things I'm talking about here require us to be creative. We've got to think of some different ways to live. So that brings us to the idea of reconciliation. To reconcile means to rejoin. You know that, that's what you're all about. That's why you named this church with, with that word. You are bringing things together, you're bridge builders. We often say that we need to, to reconnect ourselves, rejoin ourselves with nature. 
Well, I would submit to you we've never been disconnected from nature. We breathe air, which is the product of photosynthesis. Uh, we eat the products of photosynthesis as our, as our food. Uh, we drink water. We can't live without those things. We have never been truly disconnected from nature. What we have done, though, is to abuse that connection. We can think of, and this I'm coming from kind of a science background here, we can think of life as ourselves and, and virtually everything around us as being part of a complex adaptive system. That sounds like a fancy term, but let's, let's kind of think about it. Complex means it has a lot of parts, a lot of pieces, a lot of relationships. So we think of your body, how complex it is. Think of your body in relationship to, to its surroundings, how complex that is. Adaptive means it can change. It knows how to regulate itself to meet things that are going on internally or externally. And, and that, that regulation, that regulatory process, to me, is a manifestation of God. I, I define spirituality as participation in the processes of creation, both as noun and verb. You think about that a little bit, it's, it you know, kind of works. Uh, but but we, have we have natural laws. We have, we have violated many of those natural laws. And our, our reconciliation that we have to make is to learn how to come back and, and align ourselves, reconcile, reconcile ourselves to those, those, those natural laws. <clears throat> the, the, um, the next step in this, though, is to go from reconciliation to transformation. And transformation sounds good, but to get to transformation means that we have to go through some transitions. Transitions are much harder. Transitions are hard. We have to adjust the, our, our basis of, of energy. For all of our history of humans, we have burned something to, to get heat, to get power. You know, we burned something. And that's worked very well. It's been, it served us very well. Except that it has it violates one of the, raw, the laws of nature that we create a waste for which there is no, there is very little way to recycle that waste, to put it, keep it back in the system. So we have to figure out how to do that. That's a transition that we have to make. I will say as a, as a practical ecologist that we are going to have to make that transition in a expeditious way. We can't just say, okay, we're going we're gonna to do a different way. We can't. We've got too much infrastructure that depends on, on what we've got. We've been doing something for 250,000 years, and we're not going to just change today. But we need to start working on it today. We can, though. There's a study that came out in the last couple of months that if half of the rooftops in the world are, are covered with solar panels, we can meet all of the energy demands that we have. Half the rooftops. And that's doable. It's a big deal, but it's doable. We can do it. The, the bigger transit, transition that we're going to have to make, though, 
is essentially a change in our, our value systems. We are people who love things. I love things. Oh my goodness, I've got so many things that I don't have room in my house for them anymore. Um, and um, we have defined success, the good life. What is the good life? It's having the finer things of life. How do they define the finer things of life? You know, the cars, the houses, all the things that we have. The finer things of life, though, you and I know are friends and family. The relationships. I talked about love as being a... We're, we're created in, in this image of God as, as love. That word, though, causes, some, causes us some trouble. We have one word for that, whatever it is. The, the scripture, the, the Greek scripture that our, our scripture comes from, has somewhere between 8 and 12 words for love. They realize that love is much more complicated than, than, we, than we think of it. Paul, in the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, defined love. You all know that chapter, probably read, or that, those verses, probably read at your weddings. You've heard it read at many weddings. About 40 or 45 years ago, I kind of reinterpreted that for myself, turned it into positive statements of, of patient, humble, kind, tolerant, <clears throat> and accommodating, positive, hopeful, and resilient. Those are positive attributes. Those are very good operating principles for a complex adaptive system. Think about a system that works on those, on those bases. And that's, that's what we are called to do. And that's the transformation that, that I think we have the chance to make. I want to call your attention to some folks that are here that I'm delighted at. Uh, Brenda and Kari Remy, dear friends from whom... I've learned a lot of hospitality and deep spirituality. Lauren Tuttle, whose young life is a, is a manifestation of, of joy and resilience. Uh, my wife, Jerry Touchstone Kimmel, who is my soulmate and inspiration. And there is a person watching us, uh, Dr. Don Martin, um, who I... Uh, Wish you wish she were here. She's director of the the, uh, the Source of Light Center at, Presby at the uh, University of Presbyterian Church here in San, in uh, San Antonio. I'm delighted that all those people are here, and uh, I thank you for letting me come speak to you. <laughs>